are we ready spaghetti? Oh, we are ready spaghetti. <laughs> I'm elated. I am having a great time. How are you? I'm good. You know, as good as you can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World events aside, <laughs> I think I'm doing, in this vi- one moment, I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we like. <laughs> um, and I guess today we're going to be talking about something that, unfortunately, technically we do like, but do we? No. Men. <laughs> Welcome to our, now we're going to be definitely making this a regular check-in, a check-in on Are Men Okay? Yeah. So welcome to part one of Are Men Okay? Where we will be discussing... Trad wives. Trad wives. I... (laughs) For people who don't know what trad wives are. So it's this trend. um, We call them trad wives. They call themselves traditional wives or biblical Mm -hmm. wives. Biblical wives. Um, Classical wives is also a thing. Okay. Um, But they are... Or classical women... And so they are women who ascribe to what they consider um, the biblical like sense of a wife, but mm-hmm. all and some of them aren't even Christian, but some of them just believe very much in like um, this very traditional 1950s era understanding of a housewife. Yeah. So they tend they don't work outside of the home. A lot of them do work, but we'll get into that. But they don't work outside of the home. Um, they have kids, they do the cooking and, you know, all this other stuff and, um, cooking and cleaning and their husbands like work. And then they're like, you know, my husband comes home to a hot meal and, um, you know, I submit to him and, you know, I'm, I allow him to be the man of the house and he Mm -hmm. makes all the rules and he makes all the decisions and blah, blah, blah. So, um, that is what a trad wife is. The issue is, is that oftentimes the trad wife movement is a very quick pipeline down to far right, white supremacists, white supremacists, and hardcore anti-trans and racist, homophobic, transphobic nonsense. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these folks um, often... They may start off seemingly innocent, and then it just turns very quickly into, like, white supremacist January 6th nonsense. And the reason why you might be thinking, trad wives, isn't this, like, a woman problem? This is a patriarchy problem, (laughs) and it is one that is so propped up and reinforced by Mm -hmm. men that it's genuinely, this, this, this one is, obviously, some of these women are not doing great no we should say but this one's this one's also a man problem yeah and i think one of their main arguments against people who have concerns about the trad wife movement is that like you know feminism looks down on women who you know are homemakers or you know are like stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. and my whole thing is like yeah there are people who are like looking down on that and that is not fair because feminism should support all women yeah so for sure I think if people want to stay home and, like, raise their kids, Mm -hmm. if they somehow, by some miracle in this economy, have the income that, like, only one person needs to work, Mm -hmm. and you want to, like, raise your family, and, like, you just want to make bread at home and, like, make (laughs) food for your husband from scratch, I think that's fine. I think that's great. Like, do what you want. That's not my issue. My issue is all the other stuff that goes around it. Yeah, listen. And also, just to say, I feel like the argument that feminists don't like um, women who like ha- lead traditional lives is, one, not largely true. Yeah. And two, when it is or was true, it's like 1970s, 1980s, yeah. like second wave feminists, like trying to be militant kind of thing. And I can yeah. understand why that arose, especially at that time when the expectation was to be a housewife. Right. But I think for the most part, when I hear that now, most feminists, most modern feminists do not think that. Most feminists who are like not 12 years old do not think <laughs> that being a stay-at-home anything is bad. No. Um, what usually happens is that people who are not feminists 
here's the thing. A lot of these people who aren't feminist or who aren't progressive in any way stick to arguments that they've been using for years. So I'm sure they've just been using that same argument since the 70s and they haven't stopped. Like they have been harping on that and like women not shaving their legs since 1972 (laughs) and they haven't stopped. They haven't gotten any new talking points. So a lot of the time when you hear this sort of like rhetoric, usually it's just like old garbage that someone has been like holding onto and you hear it more from like the quote unquote anti-feminist side than you hear it from anything else. Yeah. I unfortunately started to look into the trad wife stuff on social media and the red pill stuff came up very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Just all the stuff about like these, you know, these women are poisoning other women's minds and like a bunch of stuff. And I mean, if you just look just on the surface of these women being like, I owned a business and, but then I met my husband and I didn't want to, and I wanted to just be home and like cook for him and clean and, mm-hmm. and do all this stuff. It seems harmless. Somewhere down the line, they're going to hit you with some like trans women aren't women. Yeah. And then they're also going to hit you with some stuff about how feminists are ruining the country and are corrupting children and all these are basically like think about like what people would have thought of witches yeah (laughs) oh oh oh, yes absolutely a hundred percent that and i think i mean only recently i don't know if you knew this but i didn't realize that the whole traditional 1950s housewife like the, the the thing that they're aspiring to aspiring to actually was just a blip in time not only was it a blip in time, it was mostly like advertising campaigns. Like I yeah. feel like when people are like, I want to live this traditional like 1950s life. And I'm like, you're talking about the 1950s life from a cartoon, a movie or an <laughs> advertisement. You're not talking about real life 1950s. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was such a short time because like, it's not something I've looked into to be honest. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, this hasn't actually it wasn't around, it hasn't been around forever and then we just got rid of it. It was literally a moment in time when the economy was really good. Yeah. People could survive on one income. Yep. And, you know, people didn't have to tend to like farming and other things mm-hmm. and lived in like suburban little areas and so they could do that. Literally, Carmen, these people, it's like the Confederacy. It's like <laughs> Trump's like, like tenure yeah. as president. It's like four years and they never let it go. It's so strange. It's so strange. And the thing is, like, I can understand, I can understand why it's so difficult for folks to get why it's a problem. And the thing is, again, no issue with people living like this. The problem is, is that one, these people are liars when they're like, oh, I just work from, you know, I work from, um, or I don't work and my husband works and he brings home the money. And I'm like, no, no, because you're making money off of YouTube or social media. Mm-hmm. You are monetizing your family. Yeah. You are monetizing how you raise your kids. Mm-hmm. Like your kids are on camera. You are on camera. There is not a moment of your day that isn't necessarily documented. Yeah. Not everyone. Especially, specifically for the trad wife people yeah, who are yeah. like, all have all these trad wife accounts. Yeah. I, I just like, I saw one and I... The thing is, I don't know that they're happy. And I not to say, like, that's why I'm always like, but are you happy? Or have you been indoctrinated into thinking that this is the, the right way to be? Because I, I saw a page with a woman who was um, got married at 18 Ooh. to her 24-year-old boyfriend. Always and I was like, already a red flag. Mm-hmm. And she had been running some sort of photography business from when she was, like, young, like, in her teens, like, early teens. She has a gift for photography. Yeah. And then she quit being, like, doing photography Mm -hmm. um, where she was making good money and living her best life in that sense to become this housewife, which I was like, cool. And, you know, she seems fine with it. But I also think, like, my main concern is, like, okay, so your brain hasn't fully developed when you've got, you've gotten married to a man. When you're 18 years old. When you're 18, your brain. Still a little child. Yeah. Your brain hasn't developed. We don't know how much of these decisions that you've made have been made because people have told you that your worth is based on how fast you get married, who you get married to, Mm -hmm. that God wants you to be married ASAP, Mm -hmm. um, and that like, and also a lot of these trad wives end up with men that essentially is an arranged marriage. 
mm-hmm. because a lot of them end up with men that their dad set them up with. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's get into it. It's like a whole, it's a whole universe. It makes me think of the Duggars. It makes me think <laughs> of 19 Kids and Counting where all these people are getting arranged marriage to people that they've known for like two weeks. Yeah. So basically with these trad wives, it's like, yeah, a lot of it, you see this content online where they're trying to like make it seem like this is like a beautiful life mm-hmm. and this is my choice and I want this something, something, something. But what they're ignoring is like, every single thing surrounding it you're ignoring the fact that like when did you get married or what was what was what was your upbringing were you a super religious super traditional like family so you're already going to be suckered into this anyway yeah and then yeah it leads down these weird pipelines where there are these uh, like so many men who want to have these like wives wives who listen to them who are submissive are submissive who do everything for them and then you're like oh okay so where does this sort of come from oh crazy religious things oh crazy right yeah. ring things and it just like gets worse and worse and worse so like even though you'll see all these trad wives accounts where it's just like this idyllic i'm baking homestead, bread i have homestead, chickens, I have chickens. <laughs> what's surrounding that homestead and chickens is like hundreds of years of oppression and insanity also i don't understand specifically like when i think about the men that are really into the trad wives Mm -hmm. which is what worries me is a lot of them really want to have an infantilized wife so they just want a little girl that they can tell what to do Mm -hmm. like that's what it is they just want a woman who behaves like a child yeah but does adult things for them yeah and a lot of these things is that like there are specific and there have been specific like manners and like uh, mannerism books and like teachings that have been taught to these kind of women where they're supposed to like give themselves a higher pitch voice. Yes. That's one of those things where it's like to be like a good like trad wife, to be like a good like Christian wife, which is where this comes from. Yeah. Um, you have to have like a demure light voice. Yeah. And so that's why you'll see all these people with these sort of accounts or these people who again, exactly like the Duggars who talk like this and who are very soft spoken yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And what a lot of like men don't realize is that women don't sound, listen to our voices. Yeah. Women, <laughs> women don't, women, sound, women like don't sound like that. And women who are talking to other women, especially don't sound like that. Yeah. And then some of these women, when they're talking to other women might not sound like that. But then once there's a man in the room, it's, Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. just like the highest pitch, like, like basically a customer service voice. Yeah. But like, these are things that have been taught. Yeah, so there's that, and there's also my, as a social worker, and just a woman in general, Mm -hmm. I get such anxiety watching some of these videos, because some of the conversation, like, people will comment on their things, and sometimes be like, what if your husband cheats? Like, do you not have any money aside? Like, you don't have any money set aside to get out of this relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. you're very much dependent on your husband, which I think is one of the things that a lot of people forget is that... People often talk about, I mean, a lot of trad wives and a lot of men who are really into this movement talk about how feminism has ruined the idea of marriage and that feminism has ruined the nuclear family, which by the way, was again, it's a 1950s concept because people couldn't afford to be a nuclear family for the majority of history. But this whole idea that men can control you financially and that, you know, back in the day, the reason women didn't leave or stayed in marriages has absolutely nothing to do with because they were in love and were traditional wives who yeah like were happy just wanted to be with their husbands and were happy like the reason why women did not leave is because they didn't have bank accounts they weren't allowed to have bank accounts until like what the 1970s 1970s i think i think in canada it may have been like 19 like 68 yeah in the states it was like 1972 like these are the years when women were allowed to have their own bank accounts like open their own goddamn bank accounts without like permission from a man yeah like you either had to go in with your dad yeah or with your husband you could not have it by yourself yeah um, it had to be some sort of joint bank account. And so it made it really hard for women to be able to leave relationships, not to mention that the taboo of divorce was so bad that many women would be ostracized. Yeah. And it would be hard for them to find jobs because people would be like, well, you have kids, so 
What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? And so that also made it really difficult. Um, I think people sometimes are like, oh, well, you know, we think there was less less domestic violence in those times. And I'm like, no, it's not that there was less. It's that it wasn't reported because yeah. it was so normalized. The amount of times I've heard horrific stories, especially in true crime, of people who, you know, they talk about, um, there's this one called Buried Bones with, um, she's like a historian- uh, and journalist and the other person's a detective and they talk about very old cases mm-hmm. and oftentimes the conversation is that like yeah so there were reports that there might have been a lot of domestic violence but in those days people just kept to themselves and they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't address it. they wouldn't address it like even if you knew in the neighborhood nobody would do anything do it, about yeah. it they would just be like that's their business they handle it it's a personal problem whereas now I mean, there's a lot of issues with domestic violence, the way it's handled now. But I think in the 50s, if you can't get a bank account... Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Also, if you complain too much, you can literally just be thrown into a mental asylum or yeah. lobotomized. Yeah. Like, like, like let's let's be fucking for real. And so that's why all this trad wife stuff is so crazy, because they're idealizing a time that was horrible for women. Like, do you want to be lobotomized? Do you want yeah. <laughs> to be just thrown away? Or you have to, like, do... And also, they, they idealize this domestic labor, but I swear to God, all of them have fucking, like, nannies and shit. Because... <laughs> yeah, certainly. But um, some yeah, of them certainly But, like, even beyond that, like, that kind of domestic labor, day in, day out, is, like, a lot of work, especially if you have a bunch of kids, which they also encourage everybody to have a bunch of kids. And so then, not only are you dealing with housework, you're dealing with kids... Those kids are going to be traumatized because they're going to be raising their younger siblings. Like, it's actually not good. When you think about actually how families have worked around the world and even, again, here in North America, before the nuclear family, was, like, you had your parents. Yeah. You had your siblings. You had, like, families lived together. That is the norm for for every single society has been families living together uh-huh. you have help from other people you're not supposed to be just a woman alone in a house <laughs> taking care of every single thing no you're supposed to have a village and like that's always been the case and like even when it was like like further if you like further back in like again like these like northwestern society or whatever like there was very rarely a case where some, a woman would just be alone yeah. Like, if she was rich enough, she would have, like, domestic servants. And if not, she would have, like, somebody else helping yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Like, siblings and Siblings and stuff. things like that. Yeah. So, it's so crazy that they're idealizing an idea where you're like, oh, I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna do absolutely everything. Yeah. And somehow I'm not gonna burn out and go insane. Yeah. And that's kind of my problem, is that for them, I think it's very idealistic. And, and they do answer those questions and comments where it's like what if your husband cheats on you like yeah. do you have money like how and their responses genuinely their responses have been things like i trust my husband and i'm like i get that you trust your husband mm-hmm. nobody who gets cheated on necessarily is like i'm I gonna marry this man and he's gonna cheat on me i hope me. he cheats on me like nobody thinks that like that's not how we gen i mean generally that's not how you go into mm-hmm. a marriage being like Man, he might cheat on me, but, like, I'll just do this. But also, hey, if you want to talk about tradition, traditionally, your husband probably would cheat on you. Yeah. And you know what your responsibility to do when your husband cheats on you? Absolutely Absolutely nothing. nothing. No fault divorce only has existed for, like, 50 fucking years. Like, when your husband cheats on you and you're a trad wife, you're supposed to just stay there. Yeah. But they... Yeah. Yeah, like, like that's what... You want to be a traditional wife? Stay. Well, that's the problem. The other problem is that they they idealize this thing as if nothing else happens where men cheat. Like, it happens quite a bit, especially in situations where, and you saw this with the Duggars, but especially in situations where um, there's a lot of, like, religiosity and, like, prudishness, men get real weird and cheat and sex workers and all sorts of stuff can happen. Um, But also, I just get very concerned because... They idealize it and I feel like they don't, there's no way, it's like, I don't want to say they're brainwashed, but in some ways I'm like, they they cannot fathom a world where things are not idyllic. Yeah. And it creeps me out and it, and I worry for them. <laughs> if anything, seeing these videos, I'm like, I'm, I'm worried for you because you're not, there's no logic to it. I'm not, and the thing is, that's why I'm always like, I'm not telling you to 
do away with your homestead and like go get a job if you don't want to but at least go about it logically and figure out like let's say this relationship doesn't work out yeah what am I gonna do what if you know I have some you know I end up with some sort of even health issue and I can't take care of the house yeah what am I gonna do? do like can my husband take care of the kids and work and is he does he even know how to cook like what what world and what scenario do we live in where where that's something we can do and I feel like that's not a conversation that they have because they cannot fathom that happening and I think a lot of it is based on this fundamentalist religious idea of like God will take care of us no matter what which is the first thing um which works in the favor of men because men are always they're always like yeah I mean if you believe in God and you're like a devout enough wife everything will be fine Mm -hmm. and if I cheat on you it's because you weren't like enough enough of a wife and yeah the whole thing is though it's like this whole trad wife system and like 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 um these videos that you see all of this comes from as we said like a religious like background Uh but it also comes from these like men who want to have this world where they're in control again they're like these are specifically kind of the kind of people who want no fault divorce to no longer be a thing but then i also wonder do they that's my question because a lot of the men that are in these groups yes they end up in a marriage first of all we often ask like do these women want to be with these men yeah right but then I, it's an arranged marriage between parents usually. From what I've seen, it's for, like for the trad wives. For the trad wives, but some of them know. Some of them are people who are just like have fallen down this like weird red pill. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Like there's that like um, hole, and then they've been like, I'm going to become this. Like these people who yeah, are in yeah. relationships. Sometimes I feel like I've seen ones where like maybe before they weren't in a relationship that was this sort of like trad wife yeah. traditional relationship, and they fell down this fucking rabbit hole, and they become this. Yeah, I. Hmm. And for those people, I'm also just like, for the men, again, specifically for the men, like, why do you want this? But then that's why my question is, do some of them not want it? Because I think if they are raised, let's say they're raised in that society, they're raised in that kind of under that religious pressure of, I need to be the man of the house. I'm also, you know, my wife and my family's spiritual leader, Mm -hmm. because that's literally what they say. They're like, they're like, my husband is my spiritual leader. Yeah. Um, He is the financial provider. Like he's the provider. He's my spiritual leader. He like, I submit to him. But my whole thing is like, especially in this economy, I'm like, I'm certain that there are men who were raised in the, with this belief system. Mm -hmm. Who now are under this immense pressure under one income yeah. to have to raise an... In- oh, because they also, half of them are like, fuck birth control. Yeah. I'll have as many babies as God wants me to. Mm-hmm. So you're on one income and raising sometimes a bunch of kids yeah. and taking care of your wife. I'm like, that's an extreme amount of pressure for a man yeah. as well. And I, I genuinely think... obviously there's a lot of men who are like yes give me my traditional wife this is fantastic but i do think some people were raised into it yeah and they think that that's what they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's good for their mental health it's absolutely not but the thing is a lot of these men who are like i want these trad wives because that's who props up these sort of like trad wives accounts are like men who are like yes this is how women should be like if you go to the comments of any of these things it's 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 all men (laughs) being like this is what it should be blah 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 but then these are the same like a lot of these Mm -hmm. men may be like oh but i want my wife to actually pay for things or we want i want to have like oh god those are the fucking worst like so like this happens those are also the ones that say that they they think lots of women are gold diggers and they have no, no money. No money. But like, I feel like you also see with all, a lot of this trad wife stuff is that like, like the idealization of this like life is like, everything is always like put on the women. Like, why are these women doing this? Why are these women? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But the, a lot of these men don't want, don't want to pay for any of this. Yeah, that's true. And so it's like the strangest system, I've, or not system, the strangest like thing I've ever seen where it's like, I want a traditional wife. I want this trad yeah. wife. But if you go and look at them, I'm like, you're fucking broke. You don't have any money. <laughs> Who, who's supporting this house? You could buy a house. You man alone, this you scrub man can buy this house. Like you don't have the money to even pay for it. So there's a whole system of people propping up trad wife and trad wife ideas. And it's a bunch of men who can't fucking pay for like McDonald's. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be able to afford a trad wife to begin with. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, like, what is that's this for? But that also scares me because women will get with these men. Yeah. And then women will get with these men who are broke as shit. And that's why a lot of these women have fucking YouTube channels. Because they have the Duggar kids have YouTube channels and they ascribe to kind of the, the, similar the ideologies. Yeah. And they're like, no, because my husband's the man of the house. And I'm like, you make more money than your husband. Yeah. Because you make way more money on YouTube. Yeah. But you're saying that he is like the financial provider. And that's also, these are only the ones who are like on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. What about all of the people who are like, I like subscribe to this trad wife thing or I want a yeah. trad wife and they work at fucking Popeye's. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> you can't afford it, guys. I just, and then I'm also like, even if you got it, like, let's say you found a woman who was willing to marry you with your Popeye's money and be a traditional wife, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to keep her. No. And then this would be what leads to the domestic abuse. Yeah. This is what leads to those like family annihilators. Yeah, yeah. This is what leads oh, to God, all of yes. this stuff. And it's like, this is just the craziest system that like men are feeding into wanting, propping up. And it benefits absolutely no one. Yes. Actually, do you remember, what was that guy? I think it was in the 70s. And then he got caught (laughs) because they made like a plaster like mold of his face and put it on um, America's Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. And his neighbors were like, that's my next door neighbor. Yeah. He was a family annihilator and he killed his like wife and like three kids and his mom. So I think that's a great... Like, it's not um, explicitly like a trad wife situation, but in that situation, he was devoutly Lutheran um, and very much believed that, um, you know, and the traditional idea of like men being the provider and all of these other issues. And so what ended up happening is I think he had sex before marriage. Uh, The woman said she she was pregnant, um, but turns out she might not have been. Um, and so he married her and then they had kids, um, after they got married and, um, he couldn't afford to take care of his family. And so he was like, well, the greatest sin is to live in poverty because of his beliefs that like laziness and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And that poverty means that, you know, you're, you know, closer to Satan and blah, 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 because you're not living up to your potential because there's it's like a bunch of nonsense. And so, because that's what Jesus would say. Mm-hmm. But anyway, because uh, <laughs> Jesus would be like, if you're poor, you're going to hell. Because mm-hmm. that sounds like Jesus. Jesus. Well, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Loaves and fishes <laughs> are five bucks a pop, is what yeah. he said. <laughs> um, and he killed his whole family because he couldn't deal <laughs> with the pressure of raising a whole family. Because he couldn't make enough money. Lost his mind. <sighs> killed his whole family. And then ran off. That's always the fucking case. I mean, again, with family annihilators specifically, family family annihilators will do that. They just are like, I don't have any money to support my family, rather than deal with this embarrassment yeah. that I and shame that I feel. I'm going to kill everyone, which is like why. And I'm not saying that that happens in obviously in every not scenario with a trad wife. But this is the, the but setup we're laying for it. the foundation for very bad. Like, there's a very bad scope of mental health support. I think for men. Mm-hmm. In general, I think it's hard for mental for like there to be mental health support specifically for men, especially in the society. I think it's really hard for them. Um, I think in general, I think this the statistic is that men like commit suicide or sorry die by suicide a lot, a lot more, more yeah. and things like that. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Like I think no, that no, no, has a all. lot to do with the pressure that they're under. But then putting them in an economy that we're in. In a situation that we're in right now, where even double income households don't fucking have the money to mm-hmm. buy groceries, and then expecting the world to be to revolve around this 1950s idea that just does not exist anymore, yeah, is really like it's it's a setup for some sort of failure and like serious mental health issues, both for the husband and the wife, because the reason why women were so adamant about getting out of this was not because feminism told them that it was bad they literally were like i need to get the fuck away from my psycho husband who keeps beating me and my kids yeah and it's no coincidence that like it's like at the same or just like just after this sort of like again quote unquote like idyllic period of like this trad wife 
blah 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 they're trying to get back to the 1950s right after that what happens like what right after yeah. that are the decades of like women's like liberation yeah a lot of civil rights movements lots of civil rights not, movements not surprising, none of this is races. surprising and also i saw this thing because a lot of it everything that revolves around this like far right stuff so it's funny because it all kind of bleeds into into each other so those same men that are making these comments about um like trad wives are also sometimes incels um yeah a hundred percent um i Catherine, i was it you sent me the video no i sent you the video of that guy who was like creating uh anti-abortion legislation in texas oh yes and, and he they was were like, like he's like i'm 36 and i'm a virgin yeah and they were like so you not only do you not have children <laughs> never you've never been in a situation where you could have children yeah and you're the person making the laws on whether or not people should be allowed an abortion yeah and he, and was, he was like, like yeah. yeah and i was like oh. and i what i said to carmen back i was like this is giving monks giving uh, <laughs> uh, um, writing like laws about purity or like not, or rules yeah. about purity and morality when they're just like in their fucking monasteries sucking each other's dicks or yeah whatever. yeah um, <laughs> but <laughs> Like this is, but it's it's truly the, the exact same. Like like it, ha- I guess it. You know, society hasn't changed an inch. No, not, not, I, but budged. I do worry about the women that fall down these rabbit holes because it can yeah. be something as simple as, you know, some of these women, uh, the, these YouTubers, like it's beautiful. You you know, the aesthetic is really pleasing. Uh-huh. They're in like cute little dresses, running around, taking care of chickens that are laying eggs and like making homemade bread. Like it looks lovely looks nice somewhere down the line if you watch enough obviously the algorithm is such that you'll get other videos with other women doing these things and sometimes they don't even need to mention jesus or religion Mm -hmm. but it'll be just like little comments about like traditional um like feminine behaviors traditional male behaviors Mm -hmm. you know that like you need to let a man be masculine and a woman should always be feminine yeah. and you're like well what are we what are we getting to here and then there's conversations and then that obviously sometimes turns into conversations about you know um i've seen i saw a video once with a woman that was talking about how she thinks genetically speaking women are more genetically prone to nesting quote-unquote nesting and cleaning and so they should be the ones to clean because they are genetically predisposed to like it more than men. Genetically predisposed to like cleaning. Yeah. You see, you know what I feel about that is that like, I think women are more disposed to comfort. That's sure. not untrue. Have you been, I, I went to a Nicole Wire show uh-huh. and she was like, have you ever been to a straight man's house? It's not a home. And I, no, it's true. It made me laugh so hard because I was like, that's, sincerely the yeah. truest thing i've ever heard in my whole life yes yeah. it's it's not a home it's not a home no but to say that means that like you are genetically predisposed to cleaning and then you must do all the cleaning as if we're not adult like human beings yeah like like people act as if biological like imperatives or urges are some sort of like something you can't surmount or overcome or you're led by yeah like 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 they're acting as if but then that also it's, leads into the transphobia because yeah. then they're like, this is why men can't be women. Also, I know so many women who are fucking slobs. Like, it's like, yeah. even though, <laughs> even though, sure, yes, a, usually a, a single woman's house is a home. Yeah. It can also be a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, it can be like a dumpster fire, yeah. guys. Like, let's be, and let's I, be as somebody who has been a housing worker. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Being they a woman, every, it doesn't make it every shade and every gender yeah. on the spectrum. And also, a lot of this is like taught behavior as well. A hundred percent, because women are no are are socialized, whether you like it or not, to be caregivers yeah. and upkeepers, and you know, massage the egos of men mm-hmm. and be there for people. Um, and and there's this whole thing about like, oh well, women are just naturally maternal. And I am like, I don't know that that's the case. Carmen got her fucking uh, ovary, her her fallopian tubes snatched yeah. out of her because she said, no, thank you. No. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Unless it's a cat, I think I'm fine. I think I'm all right. And so it just starts very, the, the dangerousness of it is that it starts very subtle. These conversations about like genetic predisposition. Yeah. 
to certain things that you may want to do. And then that turns into the conversation of like, you know, this is why women are women and men are men. And there's no such thing as trans women or trans men that doesn't exist. And then that conversation happens and it's not inconsequential. People could be like, why are you harping on these people that are just living their lives? And if they want to ruin their lives and like, you know, whatever they can. But my issue is it's no longer inconsequential, nor has it ever been. Because these are also the people who are going to protests saying that children shouldn't be allowed to choose their pronouns and saying that parents' rights are more important than children's rights. It's crazy. I'm like, do you know what a child is? Yeah. It's a person. (laughs) But that's the thing. They learned that it's not a person because in fundamental religions, a child is an extension of you and that's why the men have the authority over them because they are not allowed to make their own decisions and they are not allowed to do anything. But are they under the anything. impression that they did not used to be children? But but when they were children, I mean, have you, okay. I understand, I understand. Have you heard of the book, uh, and you saw it on, I, I, I read some excerpts and I was horrified, but I you saw it on the uh, the Duggars documentary, documentary that how to, to train up a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. The so umbrella. I've, so I've 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 read some of the excerpts and truly it's just emotional and physical abuse yeah. from when they're infants yes. so that they do not have any of their own thoughts. Yes. So there are people and so when I see these parents who are like, my rights are more important than my kids' rights, it's because they've literally they literally don't think that children are allowed autonomy or any sort of free thinking because they think that the child is the extension of them and they were obviously treated the same way. I know, but it, it doesn't make, I, 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 I know, I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's just so crazy because it's like, but then they're <sighs> changing legislation and they're putting people's lives in danger. They are. They really are. Like I think about the fact like, that I have like, you know, a trans relative in my family and I'm like, what are their lives going to look like if these people get any more involved in changing yeah. legislation? Are they going to be in danger? Yeah. And that's what bothers me. Like, I I saw this video of this um, woman uh, talking about how she had to... Oh, yes. It was... Have you heard of the handyman? No. It's like a... a no, they're um, like a genderqueer per, uh, person who does, um, like, handiwork. Yeah, like DIY around the house. Maybe. I just don't know the And name. they were saying that they met somebody at, like, a book signing that was like from texas and their um child uh was trans is trans and their child they had to move their child out of texas and move them with family outside of the state because they were so scared of like all the legislations that's coming through in texas Mm -hmm. um that's like anti-trans and like it's really dangerous shit so they had to move them out and then the parent was saying that they felt horrible because like i'm taking my child out of my supervision somewhere else literally out of state away from me hundreds of miles away yeah because they don't have any rights in this state where we live but that even as they were driving out of the state the child was like i feel so relieved that i'm not that i crossed the state line and i don't have to be here and and then i'm like this isn't like these things aren't apart from each other no the trad wife movement feeds into a lot of Christian fundamentalist stuff, which feeds into a lot of the lobbying that happens. Also, a lot of the holistic medicine stuff. Oh my God. (sighs) Me and Kayla. That is also a pipeline. Me and Kayla. Okay, so Kayla is the person I do my grief talks with. I mean, whatever. The the conversations Kayla and I have had with multiple people, but also with each other. The number of times we've had the um, holistic wellness to white supremacist pipeline yeah is what we should do we could do an episode on that we that, fully should that shit is wild like the like the amount of like essential oil women that are also like hardcore christian fundamentalist hardcore anti-vaxxers yep um hardcore I mean. anti-trans like anti-lgbtq like anti-black lives matter shit like just hardcore just awful people yeah and they're within that like holistic self care, mm-hmm. blah 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 movement is bananas. And a lot of these trad wives, like they're not apart from each other. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird ecosystem of nasty people. It's it's it is all together. 
And also, I want to say, because, like, we did start this saying that we want to start to center this sort of conversation on men. Mm-hmm. Because, but, and, like, obviously, a lot of this is, of course, it's trad wives. It's the women yeah. in this situation. And I don't want to say that these women are being, le- are, like, stupid or are being led no. by these men but they have been led by and taught like a system and an ideology that is male focused, male centered, that is trying to put men at the top of this pyramid. Yeah. That is trying to put men in a position that they are like desperately longing to return to where like all of society is catered towards them and they're trying to make that the truth for everyone else. So they want to have legislation that is like anti-trans. They yeah. want to have legislation that is home that that is that is anti-gay they want to have women no longer to be able to have divorces they want to have women obviously now in the states to no longer be able to access abortions like these are things that are catered towards a man-centered world but it's a man-centered world that as we have been discussing is no longer even tenable you can't (laughs) afford this man-centered world where in this late stage capitalism 16 dollars my friend where in this late stage capitalism sir are we gonna have this man-centered world so it just ends up with a bunch of people which with a with a bunch of fucking kids living in poverty and that's it And honestly, that's what it is. And it's not that, like, even with the economy that we had before, which was not much better. Yeah. Like, I think about the Duggars and the fact that, like, all the kids have talked very, like, blasely about not, like, going to bed hungry. Yeah. Before the show came out. Because it was just their dad's income. Yeah. 19 Kids and Counting, by the way, like, there's a documentary that you should watch if you want any more extra background on, like, what we're talking about. Um, what is it called again? Um, shiny, shiny happy, happy people. people it's on prime and it's an excellent like sort of like dive into this sort of topic but like yeah with those people they're going to bed hungry they don't have anything and they like these these trad wives are are trying to promote like these instagram accounts also i feel like people need to remember that these instagram accounts are not just like only run by these women they're run by these couples yeah like the men are involved in running these Instagrams, yeah 100 percent right? And so it's like, and, and the men make money off of it because the women make money and put it back into the home. Yeah. So it's like, these are people deliberately trying to like send a specific message about a specific man centered world that again, they can't even afford. Yeah. And it also makes me think, because I'm thinking about that and thinking about the trad wives on YouTube and the trad wives on YouTube often get like quite a bump in popularity And this is where the whole red pill and men thing comes up. When they get interviewed. Yes. By people. These right wing. These right wing. Yeah. Like the podcast. Where it's like every man. Like I think that there should be a questionnaire. If you're a man, you need to (laughs) fill out like a form before you're allowed to buy. Do you listen to Joe Rogan? (laughs) Where before you're allowed to buy any recording equipment. Yeah. You need to go through like some sort of questionnaire. But it's, it's really interesting because a lot of these women get like obviously a boost in popularity which means a boost in income especially on on youtube where they purposely will go to be interviewed by people who are attracted to that kind of conversation which ends up being a lot of these far right like hardcore white supremacist men but then it's also these men that like don't say they're white supremacists or don't say that they're you know hardcore homophobic transphobic but they're the same people who are pushing for legislation that's like um, anti-trans and anti-gay and also pushing for legislation to get rid of like affirmative action yeah. <laughs> or other things. And they're also the same men who, who like think that rape is not a thing and that mm-hmm. women ask for it and that women are responsible, which in itself leads to other issues. Also, if you hear scratching. It's a kitty cat. It's a kitty cat. Um and so that's also a huge issue is that not only are women in precarious positions when they end up in these types of relationships, yep. but they're being fed this nonsense about like, you know, your husband, you need to submit to your husband. And if your husband wants to have sex, you have to have sex with him because if you don't, then you're not being a good wife taking away the fact that like you can actually say no and you don't have to be available all mm-hmm. the time. And especially if you're, you know, in a relationship and you're feeling forced to have sex out of obligation, that in itself is not necessarily consent. Yeah. Feeling like if I don't have sex with my husband or any, I mean, this is just in general, but like 
if I don't have sex with my significant other, they're going to cheat on me. They're going to leave me. Um, I should because they provide for the family uh-huh. and this is my duty. That's not consent. No. That's like weird coercion, coercion <laughs> situation. And I don't think people get that. And I think women will often be like, no, like they say that that's bad to do that. But as a wife, that's my duty. And I'm happy to, you know, fulfill that duty for Uh my husband. And I'm like, it should never be seen as a duty. Like you, like what's happening. I also think that a lot of these men are not very good at having Uh, sex. Do you remember all the the things where it's like, (laughs) um, I don't think women or uh, I've never met a woman who's had an orgasm. Like men who will say that with their whole chest. Ben Shapiro. With like, where he's like, women shouldn't get wet. Yeah. He was like, he's like, he, he was, he was, He's like, my wife, he's like, my, my wife doesn't he's get like, wet. He's like, what we, I've never seen a wet pussy in my life. It's like, all right, man. Uh, and, you're, and everybody's like, uh, <laughs> Or like, but no, there was some other thing where some man was like saying that like, I've never, like, like there's no such thing as a woman orgasming. And I'm like, you know, you're telling on yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, women don't orgasm. Women I don't, don't have, don't like sex. And I'm like, this is a you problem. Oh, awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, like, it gets to a point where, like, I don't know, it starts off as, like, homesteading and, like, making fresh bread for your husband, and it ends at, like, January 6th, weird <laughs> KKK rallies. It really does. And, like, I'm like, guys, let's, this is not the, this is not the look. And if we lived in community, instead of expecting to live in a weird... Nuclear family. Nuclear family, more people could focus on just raising their kids truly and actually i was gonna say because like some people who are like especially people who are in this sort of like life they don't see an alternative they're like well, yeah, what's yeah. the alternative and i'm like the alternative is community yeah. the alternative is like relying on your family and your friends or relying on like chosen people that you want yeah, to yeah, have yeah, yeah. in your life and also making sure that you are not like this is why again family planning um uh like uh, contraceptives yeah. and abortion are so important because you genuinely probably can't afford your 400 fucking kids. <laughs> this is why you should have family yeah. planning. This is why you should have all of these things. You could actually live a much better life and a much more intentional life if yeah. you just, you know, did put some thought into it. But they have these ideas that like, oh, God wants me to do this and that. And I'm like, and also, you know what? If God has a plan... Then God's plan includes abortion. I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, always, yeah. But also, saying. like, I think it's very male focused for it to be like have as many kids as I can. Yeah, right. Like, what does it because do to your body? That's what I mean. Like, because I saw that st- it was that statistic that like women's bodies take like seven years per child Ooh. to recover, Not and surprising. then it like goes up and up depending on the amount of children you have mm-hmm. consecutively. And I was like, so some of these women are going to take like 20 to 30 years to recover. And also it affects the child because the child's not going to be as necessarily healthy as it could be if it's like number 45. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't just be popping them out. You listen, thank your mother because your bones are from her bones. Exactly. Right? So and she only has so much bone to give. But it's very normal for a man to be like, oh, I want to have as many kids as possible. I actually saw... There's those videos where it's like, let's interview BYU people. Oh, like yes. Like Brigham the, Young University, like the, the Mormon University. Mormons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the ones where it's like, would you rather do that? Like like something horrible or like drink coffee. And they're like, oh, the horrible thing. Because like to them, drinking yeah, yeah. coffee is like evil. So there was a question about like, how many kids do you want to have? Mm-hmm. And the men across the board, the majority of men, and this wasn't a Brigham Young thing, but it was a Utah thing. So mm-hmm. like similar. Um, where it was a lot of the men were like, meh, four or five. And, and if I saw that a lot of the women were like, maybe two or three, maybe four, but the men were like four or five. If I have more, that's great. And you're like, because you don't have to fucking birth one. And also people, again, people fucking forget that actually, you know, what's funny. Funny thing about the nuclear family is that it was supposed to be like 2.5 kids. So that's supposed to be a low amount of kids. But the other thing is that like, historically speaking, if you want to have a lot of kids, you have to have more than one wife. And I'm not talking about necessarily having sister wives. I'm talking about your wife dies in yeah, childbirth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you have, have another one. Other, okay? And that's literally and what that's, happened. Again, these are the things that people are forgetting. 
like historically speaking, the rate of women dying in childbirth is like very high. Yeah. And obviously there are advances in like medicine and blah blah blah. If you're but white. The, if, yeah, <laughs> if you're white. But like at the same time, like it's not as if it's still some sort of like like guaranteed thing. There is still a very high risk of a woman dying in pregnancy. And the norm yeah. used to be that you were ending have... up physically impaired for the rest of forever. Yeah, right? And like the idea that a man would have like a second wife is like very normal historically speaking because his first wife fucking died yeah yeah and is this what you want to be you want to go back to a time where you're being used like a a cattle like cattle (laughs) like a service no actually not even a service you're not even getting paid okay no and so that's why i'm very concerned i'm concerned for a lot of people because i think i also think that we're in a time right now where cults are becoming really popular online um like this like because because governments and people don't know one like especially like certain generations don't know how to tell that it's a cult if it's online yeah which is how we got QAnon, which is how we got all the other stuff that's happening oh my god the red pill stuff the incel stuff the insane things they say yeah like you can't and it they're culty like they're very cults they're cults they're cults um and so we're getting that and i and I think people are really, especially during turbulent times like we've had now with the yeah. pandemic and everything else, people are really searching, one, for something that they consider, quote unquote, simpler times. Yeah. And also they're looking for community because people are really isolated. And then they're also looking for some semblance of control in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you put those three together, you get a lot of people who end up in really precarious situations and end up joining these groups and these, like, I don't know, like, subsets of weird cultural stuff that can lead to really not good places. And let's not forget that COVID is a brain, like, degenerative disease. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's a, it affects your mental health. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a lot of people who are not well who were probably either not well before or got worse. And they didn't want the vaccine. So and they didn't want the vaccine. Um... You know, I haven't, I haven't had COVID, and neither has my sister Carolyn, and neither has my mom. Magical. Right? My Magical. other sister has. I mean. Wow. Anyway. Anyway. But. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And that's, so I'm just a little bit worried because, you know, we've, we've seen, for example, um, during, before World War II, after World War One, when there was a depression, mm-hmm. the level of instability caused a rise in fascism. Yeah. And then we ended up with Nazis. Um. I don't see that not being the case now. Yeah. I see it. I see a sharp rise in like far right ideology. Sure and now because they have social media, I think their reach is a lot further. I think it's a lot more insidious and it really worries me. And it worries me that men, one, I'm more scared of men. I think than I've ever been, but also <laughs> I think like in general, it's, uh, it's like a perfect storm mm-hmm. for like a rise in fascism. And the thing is, I think the thing with men is that like men are also victim to this, right? Like this isn't. Yeah. I do think that there's obviously some men who are very intentional with this, and yeah. they want a very intent. They have a very like intentional desire to have a world that's worse. Right. <laughs> in their head is better, but it's worse. But then there are a lot of men who just fall into this again, as we said, because they feel disenfranchised because of like everything that's happening and blah, blah, blah. So I, I don't think, I also want to say we're not painting men as villains in this uh, scenario necessarily. No, I think but patriarchy I think is shit for everyone. Patriarchy makes men, it makes women gullible, but it makes men even more fucking gullible yeah. because it's the exact same thing as like, patriarchy basically is the same thing as any sort of like racist ideology that puts like poor white people against poor black people, right? It's something that is designed by a certain class of people that is designed to keep people apart, right? Yeah. Having men and women not work together and having men like be on top in even like these small like relationships does not benefit the average man. No. It benefits, it always ends up benefiting like the richest people. Yeah. And so, but men are so gullible I saw the funniest thing where someone was like, I think I sent it to you, where someone was like, uh, people talk about how women re- react around rich men. Have you ever seen how men react around rich men? They <laughs> yeah. run around calling them boss. And yeah. I was like, that's the fucking truest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But like these men, so many men are being tricked into an idea that they, they can have this feeling of power by lording themselves over women. And yeah. that is somehow going to benefit them when it is only going to harm them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've actually heard it before. I think you and I talked about it in one of the episodes where I did that training. I did like an accessibility training for a youth a group of like youth workers yeah. and they were themselves youth like they were all under the age the of like 22 mm-hmm. and one of the guys was like i mean i applaud him for doing this but i was like okay so who is in power we did the stupid well, i think it's a little bit stupid but the power flower where it has like yeah women are like less whatever like um less powerful in society than men so women are on the inside and the men are the outside pedal you know whatever and so I was like, do you think, who do you think is more of, of, at a disadvantage in their society, men or women? And the guy was like, I mean, again, credit to him. He's like, I think it's men. And all, like all the women and like everybody in the group started chirping at mm-hmm. him about his response. I was like, no, no, let him explain. Like, I want to hear what he has to say. And he was like, well, you know, he's like, I come from an immigrant family where um, the expectation is that men take care of mm-hmm. like the household, like they're the providers. Like we buy the house, we um, take care of like, you know, our wife stays home and takes care of the kids. And, you know, I, I, so I have to find a job that like can pay for that. And, you know, I have to have a car and like, I have to have all these things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't afford a car. He's like, I don't think I'll ever afford a house. I don't even think I'll ever be able to move out of my parents' house. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I, I, there's so much pressure. There is so much pressure. And I think men are not given, like, I don't think there's enough, like, um, attention put onto the fact that men are really, like, fucked in the system. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I think the lesson that we learned from this is that nobody, like, patriarchy does not benefit anyone. Mm-mm. It doesn't benefit anybody. It's a, it, it's like, you know, and it's worse for women, but it's bad for men. Yeah. And I also think like I've, I've had conversations with people about this, but have you ever heard that thing about how men are like, oh, if women ran the world, it would be the same, but like inverted. Like if, if the world, instead of patriarchal, if it was like, like matriarchal, like yeah. it would be the same, but like women would be in control. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, because matriarchy is a very different system. Yeah. It's a completely different system that is nothing like the system we have now. If we learned anything from the Barbie movie, <laughs> I would say that, that no, that's a, it legitimately in the Barbie movie, men are not oppressed. Men are just not important. Yeah. Now, obviously in the Barbie movie, like uh, there's like, a, it's a Barbie movie. Yeah. There's lots of like the holes that can be put in this argument that I'm making, but like one thing that I do think holds true is that I don't like, like in a matriarchy, women are not going to be oppressing men. Women are just not going to be holding men as like important in the same way. It's like every night is girls night guy. Like yeah. I'm, we're going to be doing whatever. Um, whereas in a patriarchy, there's a real, th- again, from the Barbie movie, yeah. there's a real threat of violence. Yeah. There's a threat of violence and there is a threat of like, um, harm that will come to a woman when she does not adhere to these certain things right yeah and that's the difference like the kens in barbie the barbie movie are not Carmen's giving me the look <laughs> she's giving me the most like look in the world but like the kens in the barbie movie they just exist yeah yeah that's true you know what i mean no no yeah barbie they're living their best lives them. just as themselves they're just living their lives to themselves um, and actually part of the point Bar- the barbie movie for those who are not very media literate uh, I should say is very pro men. That movie is like yeah, very yeah. much like Barbie finding her identity. And then at the end, the idea is that like Ken is finding his, his identity, identity yeah. and that's what's important. And that he's trying to use patriarchy as something to give him an identity. And he's literally only into horses, but he thinks yeah, that yeah, the patriarchy yeah, yeah. will help him. And then he realizes that it's not. And Barbie in that speech at the end is like, you're not your car. You're not yeah, your yeah, house. Yeah. You're not anything. You're just yourself. And you got to be yourself. And I got to be myself. And that's what like, yeah, yeah. it should be. And that's what the, like is part of the point of the Barbie movie, at least in its gender um, conversation. But like a matriarchy is a very different thing than a patriarchy. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, dudes, like nothing. And also, like, in the same way that um, I feel like white people have long been terrified that black people are going to take revenge, <laughs> right? I fucking can't. What black people have not gone for revenge; they've gone for equality. In the same way, women are not going for revenge. No, they're going for equality. Yes, right. So men 
and white they're people, lucky. people who've been in power and who know that their power has not been justified, who know that their power yeah. has been taken in a way where it has not been fair, justified, or reasonable, are afraid that people are going to be unfair, unjustified, and unreasonable. <laughs> like you're, but usually you're that's just not the projecting. fucking case. They're just projecting. I'm like, just because you're doing the worst doesn't mean that everyone else is going to as well. Yeah. And when there, and then anytime there is like a woman or a person of color, if we're going to bring that in as well, like who is mad and is violent, they're like, see, they're all like this. And I'm like, let's, let's relax. Let's relax. I mean, I have, I have come across women in my time who like, I've met people who are, who have talked about (laughs) how they've had really negative experiences, like really funny, but like queer women who have like worn, um, they used to do like, you know, like really hardcore goth makeup mm-hmm. and like second wave feminists would be like, you're trying to get attention from a man. And they're like, I'm a lesbian. And also <laughs> I just want to look like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yes, those people exist. I think they're quite the minority. There's not a lot they're of them. They're not the majority. Um, and uh, they suck. And we get to tell them that they suck. Everybody else though is just like... I'm just concerned for people's safety. I would like there to not be more family annihilators or like issues. Yeah. You know, just, just the thought. Just the thought. Well, anyway. Moral of the story for this episode is if you would like to be a stay at home mom or a stay at home wife and the income is there, have sure. at it. Have at it. But also think about an escape plan in case you may need it. And also, legit you're gonna get bored most people who are like have been stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home wives are like well now i want a a career for myself where they have interests that's the thing i think that one thing about you can afford a hobby one thing about the trad wife thing is that it also just like a final button on it in terms of like because we do think obviously like being a Mm stay-at-home mom is fine but most people who are stay-at-home moms in like the good way usually want to have an outlet, an interest, yeah, yeah. A something else that they That's want to do. That's why they do a do. lot of volunteering. So they volunteer and they do stuff and blah, blah, blah. But Trad Wife does not include that. Trad yeah, Wife yeah. does not include fucking hobbies. No. <laughs> like, so... Your hobby like, better be taking care of your man, yeah. knitting, sewing. And there's no equal... Like, I'm like with most people who are stay-at-home, like, moms or whatever, they usually are able to, like, in a good relationship, yeah. be like, hey, I want to go do this thing with yeah, my yeah. friends. My husband's going to take care of the kids. That's not the fucking case with <laughs> no. bad wives. There's no, oh, my husband's taking care of the kids. These are the fucking kind of people who are like, oh, I'm babysitting my kids. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Anywho. Carmen. Yes. At the end of this very dramatic discussion. Uh-huh. I think we were yelling at each other the whole time. It was great. It was having, I, I, honestly... <laughs> Time of my life. Um, do you have anything to recommend? Yes. Um, a few things. But uh-huh. no, I think my main thing that I'm going to recommend is uh, <laughs> Fundy Fridays. I recommended her before. Uh-huh. You can find her on YouTube. Uh, coincidentally, we did not plan this. She Her episode that came out on Friday, um, and today is Saturday? Yeah. So her episode that came out yesterday is on Tradwives. Uh-huh. So I was like, look at us on the same page. Look at us. Hey, so, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think Fundy Fridays. And she's funny and she's cool and she is very respectful. I think sometimes a little too respectful to some of these people where I'm like, just call them dumbasses. But she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's really funny and really great. Um, for the second week in a row, no. I'm going to recommend no. one I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> How dare I you? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Carmen, I, I've been watching one Tell them what episode every, you're on. Tell them. Uh, I think, let me get the actual, let me, let, me check, <laughs> let me check the actual episode that I'm on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, <laughs> 474. <Fuck off>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I start, is it, is it November 18th? Yeah, yeah. Did I start mid-September? Yeah. Sure did. Sure did. And I've been watching. And it's a family affair, right? It's a family affair with your mom. My mom and my sister is also watching it as well with us. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, we watch it every night. I watched it. Literally, Carmen was like, "Oh, come over at this time," and she's like, "Oh, actually, I think I'm running a little late." And then she's like, "No, never mind. Come at the like original time." And I said, "No, no, no. We're watching One Piece. I'm gonna come later. (laughs) I'm coming later. Yeah. What a dream. Um, I can't. I'm just. I love One Piece." 
I really I do. get it. I'm gonna watch it. I am Carmen, gonna watch I'm it. I'm so deep in it. Like it's I know. all I'm gonna. Think. I'm gonna watch the live. There are lesson. songs from the the show that I just like sing. My sister and I were going to the gym the other day, and we were listening to like the Tony Tony Chopper song, <laughs> which is this adorable song. It makes me so mad because when you first said Chopper, yeah, the yeah, last yeah, time you we thought recorded, it was Star Wars. I was like, how dare you? We were listening to that. We were listening to like um like so much One Piece music. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. All I think about is One Piece. I'm on the fucking cruise, Carmen. I'm so deep in it. I watch it every day. I'm having time in my life. I I I neglected One Piece for so long. (laughs) Like I tried when I was a teenager, and it's like it's no no. Listen, we are living in a dark abyss of mess. Yeah, we live in a dumpster fire. If it brings you joy, if you guys are interested, please. Carmen and I have many a time discussed (laughs) doing a YouTube channel. Yeah. If you want to watch us react to One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> Every, I mean, we'll have episodes forever. Forever. Years and years and years and years. For and years, years and to years. come. Um, we could consider doing that yeah, yeah. for real. So, And you'll be like, I've seen this much. Carmen has seen nothing and knows literally nothing about <sighs> this show. Dude, there's so many characters I know you would love. There's so many arcs I know. All we do is talk about fucking politics and blah, blah, blah. Carmen, you'd love One I Piece. I know, I know. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Thanks, uh, thanks for rocking in the free world. Thank and- you. No, for love of God, <laughs> um, you can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You. Um, most places on the internet. Yeah, you can find me at the CC Williams everywhere on the internet. Uh-huh. And you can find Carmen at Carmen underscore Maria four one six for all her death and dying and her doula stuff and her grief talks. Yeah, I just did the whole thing for you. That's amazing. Thank you so you know, much. I, I take that emotional labor. <laughs> I love you dearly. Um, okay. Well, good night. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>